What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This podcast is brought to you by Ease. Ease.com, your first purchase, and I'm getting a lot of this. People are taking advantage of it. $20 off, promo code HAM, over 50 bucks, free delivery. E-A-Z-E.com, promo code HAM. Tell other people to use the promo code. Help out your friends. There are 19 games left for the Lakers. They are 30 and 33. Um, they lost to the Bucks, and uh, as Bill Plaschke wrote, no, they lost to the Bucks. Then who they lose to after the Bucks? They lost to the Bucks on Friday night, and last night was Saturday, and they lost to the Phoenix Suns. That's right, and that they didn't really just, does. They didn't just lose at one. They were down like 10 with like five minutes to go. I mean, they were consistently losing in the game, especially the second half. Uh, they are four games out in the loss column of the eighth spot in the playoffs. And Bill Clash- Plasky wrote, missing the playoffs might make this the most disappointing season in Laker history. Uh, they've had some great years, but they've had disappointing years too. That's um, quite a disaster. And I got to give, did you see what Cowherd tweeted? Was this, Was it, I don't know if it was Saturday it was night. This, it was this morning. Or, yeah, I, I thought it was Sunday morning. I thought it was a really good tweet. LeBron has spent the season putting himself above his teammates, words and actions separating himself, countless side projects, never truly buying into his head coach. Part of leadership is getting over yourself and getting into others. Congrats on all the cool TV and movie projects, though. <laughs> that's a phenomenal tweet. He, um, he, he, <laughs> he is right. Like he, Like, he's going viral for all the things that he used to. LeBron got uncool two years ago. Because the one thing I won't forget is in Cleveland, he was really cool. People bashed him. He wasn't a good enough player. But no one disputed that, like, God, everyone would want to play with him. He had all the sweet handshakes. He was young. He was, like, he, he, he could jump from the free throw line and dunk in games. Like, he was doing shit that was just stupid. Then he went to Miami. Even though the decision sucked, he had one of the great – I Googled it the other day because I heard Greg Papa go – Dwayne Wade, the greatest player in the history of the Miami Heat. If you just factor in longevity, for sure. But if you look at LeBron's four fucking years there, I didn't realize this. 
three of them, he was first team all defense. You know, one thing they do in Miami, you don't get to loaf. I mean, you play fucking defense. That's the old guy with the slick back hair is walking around like Don Corleone. You better bust your ass back three times. You know, the other time he was second team all defense. So there was no one talked about him like, you know, he just loafs. He kicked ass and took names and he won multiple MVPs. They won multiple finals MVPs. That four year stretch is one of the great truly. And I think it almost gets under talked about now because I was just thinking about it the other day. I watched some YouTube highlights. One of the greatest four-year stretches of basketball that we've ever seen played. Is that fair? Yeah. It's like the level that Pat took him to. And then right when he got back to Cleveland, it was like he's kind of buying in. They got Kevin Love and Kyrie, and it kind of got off to a weird start. But they were you could tell, like, this team's going to be really good once they figured it out. And they ended up winning a championship. The year after he won a championship, then he just kind of got weird. You know, clutch became a big thing. I heard Windhorse saying it was like 2013, so it might have been like the end of the Miami run. Rich Paul had been working for CAA because they hadn't been repping LeBron, and then he started Clutch, and then a couple years later, LeBron just joined him with Clutch, and clear, you know, probably had some rules. You know, they couldn't just go right away. That it hasn't really, it's gotten weird, and he, you know, he says the Roseman says it too. Keep the main. I mean, this is Pat Riley's line. Keep the main thing, the main thing. The one thing you always gave LeBron credit for is like he did keep the main thing, the main thing. Like basketball, he worked his ass off. He dominated. He clearly works really hard now, but he's mastered it somewhat. So people are like, oh, Middlecoff, you're just hating. He had 28, 7, and 9. I've been watching, like everyone, LeBron his whole life. You can tell when he's in and when he's out. He can get LeBron James, and it speaks to his greatness, and this is why he's probably going to go down as the second greatest player of all time, could get 25, 10, and 8 with his fucking eyes closed. Is he into it or is he not? And I tweeted this last night. It's actually one of my more viral tweets in a long time. That... Michael Jordan, the difference is LeBron and Michael Jordan. There's a sense of pride because I think LeBron thinks I've just accomplished everything. Maybe he's come to grips with it. I might never win a championship anymore. And he's played for 16 years or whatever. He's just over this the truly, truly competitive. Because we remember when that first year we got in arguments with Greg Papa, or I mean Derek Papa, because we're like, yeah, they just lost six. But a radio even, producer. Yeah, it wasn't even close who the best player in the court was. That motherfucker was – it was the most remarkable five-game or six-game stretch I've ever seen in my life. Remember the first championship? Yeah. They're like, oh, he's shooting 50 times again. I don't give a shit what he's doing. He, he is a man amongst boys, and the boys on this court are pretty damn good. So it's, it's incredible. He doesn't do that really anymore. And last night, with their only hope of making they could not lose to the Suns, the worst team in the league, arguably. A team that if you just catch on a nightly basis – is as lifeless and gutless. I read a story or saw a headline the other day that they might fire Igor, <laughs> the coach they just hired. He might be one and done, too. Their GM's already gone. Like, they're a disaster. Good good. Igor left San Antonio first. Finally got a head coaching job, and he's fired after one year. But it's like he's just over it. And it's kind of a turnoff for a guy that one thing you'd respect about Kobe and Michael, and LeBron's a better player than Kobe, even Duncan. It always really mattered to them, it felt like. It just Tom Brady. Tom Brady, you got to drag his off, ass off the field. Big In any big game, whether that's playoffs or just a game they got to win, he brings it. I just don't think LeBron gives a shit anymore, guys. That's, that's where I think he's getting just criticism, like the coward thing. Like LeBron, it's pretty clear you're kind of over some of this shit. Yeah, I mean, the question that I have with him is, can will he be able to 
flip the switch back? Will having a better team around him bring that guy back, or is he too old to play like that all the time? Does he not? Does he not have the desire to play like that anymore all the time? You know, I don't know. I mean, LeBron at less than his greatest is still great, still great, not good, great when he wants to be. Um, but that's what I wonder: is like, will will that come back if this team gets better around him? If he thinks we're not really even a team that has a chance at a championship. I, I think I, I think he now has a fundamental flaw of his inability to relate with some of these younger guys and even quite grasp. Well, and a, it seems like a lack in. of desire to relate to them, right? No, doesn't even want to anymore. And that don't you think when LeBron was cool, that was one of his, you know, outstanding attributes? It's like God, everyone just taking guys to dinner. Just people want to be around. It's funny. I watched some of these uh, practice videos from like practice and they're goofing around, having a great time. But, you know, it's easy in two minutes in a shooting drill to look that way. But I also think one of the guys he's like jumping up with is Rondo and Lance, some of the older guys. I also think when you live in a fake world and he's always been nailed for being passive aggressive, I think if you're Kuzma and Lonzo and Ingram, you go, this guy has constantly said he gives me these BS lines at blunch or whatever about you know he just acts like he likes me and i know he doesn't you know and it's just he's human these guys aren't idiots i think of the history of sports when trades typically happen you go it's us against them you know whether you guys are trade or not it's not no one in this locker room's choice it's right. management these guys are going fuck lebron i'm looking at you the, the reason anthony davis was coming here why because your agent, who happens to be, I don't know, your best friend, went public and tried to get him here. Like, that happened. It's we, We've seen some crazy shit, right, in the last 20 years. Like, A-Rod trade and just some weird trades. The Chris Paul, they backed up. We've seen some crazy scenarios. But it, it never really involved players trying to fuck their own team. You know, it's just, this is a, it's an all-time unique scenario. And it tanked, it ruined their season. Yeah, it happened and got botched. Like, it wasn't handled well. That's the other thing. It's one thing if you're pulling all these moves off, but it got botched badly. But his guy didn't control the situation. That was another part of the problem. I think they thought they just had a lot more leverage than they did. Yeah. And it backfired. And to me, this is, you can say what you want about the decision. At the end of the day, he's egotistical, narcissistic, whatever. I think we all have some elements of that to us. Any human does. But I do think it has come out pretty clear. His heart was in the right place for the decision. Do you agree with that statement? So he could raise some money, and it was about him. Yeah, I, I don't think, think he realized right what it would become. Yeah, no. I, I think he's his heart no longer is ever in the like. It just feels like he's a kind of a bad guy, but he tries to keep up. I, I also think he's jumped the shark on. In a day and age when social media does really impact people, like it, it, stuff he does goes viral. When they lose to like the Cavaliers or the Knicks, and that night he Instagrams a picture of like, God is good. And it's like he just passed whoever on the assist total list. And everyone that's been through my journey, like LeBron, what are you doing? You're not this. Why are you doing this? Do you, do you like that these guys don't like you? Is that what you're trying to make? Maybe you want them to resent you so it's easier when you trade them that you never friends? I don't know. It's weird. You think he'll go zero dark uh, LeBron for the playoffs this year? From home? Well, someone someone said he made an official statement he was going into playoff mode a week ago yeah. or three weeks ago, and since then they've lost the Knicks, 
the Cavs, the Suns. I mean, they—it's they, one thing to like. To me, you lose to the Bucks. The Bucks are better. I—that I, wasn't a bad loss. That, to me, that was understandable. But under no circumstances, guy, can you go to Phoenix? I don't care if it's a back-to-back. Is it a fair statement if Michael Jordan? And people are like, oh, he never played 16 years. Yeah, but if Michael had been 34, and he was, and he was just in year 12 because he played three years in college, had LeBron's ability still, you would have had to kill him before he lost to the Suns. To the Suns. Who, <laughs> you know, the equivalent of the shitty team, right? In a must-win situation. Yeah, in a... It, the only chance you can make the playoffs is to win the game. And I think LeBron looks at it like, what's the point even? Who cares? Right. I don't want to go play the Warriors. I, you know, another thing I think he underestimates is he's a huge celebrity. I mean, he's massive. He's one of the most famous athletes ever. But, like, the teams that he played for, the Cavs were unique, and he kind of had him by the balls because he was clearly the best player. The Heat, he was just kind of a mercenary. He went there, won, got the job done. And well, he Dwayne went, Wade was a shield if anything ever got weird with exactly, the Heat Exactly. It's like, exactly. The Lakers, I, I, I was trying to think. You know, 7 million people in L.A., but they got fans. I mean, do you think it's give or take like, legitimately like 30, 40 million fans in America that just consider themselves a Laker fan? Yeah, whatever the NBA's fan base is, it's probably... 20%? Yeah, I mean... It, but I 20 just might be the, high, but I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know quite know the number, but it's astronomical, yeah. right? The amount of actual just people that if you could go state to state that are sports fans... That like basketball, that would consider themselves. Yeah, I like the Lakers. I've watched right. the Lakers forever. Right. That the, he's going to go those people, which they're the one true basketball team to me that really they're because the Knicks fans they just think they suck and it's over. The Celtics have won kind of recently, and they they haven't really had a you know they've never got a LeBron. I mean they got KG, but it wasn't even close to this. I think he's going to turn the, all those 30 million people that a lot of them probably like LeBron and we're obviously super excited to get him are going to hate him. Because this, Simmons said it the other day, like this does have the chance, this might not be, this might be the beginning of the worst parts to come. It might not get better. It could. But it could get way worse. Because these situations have always happened. Like you said the other day when you know, Bryce Harper sign. It doesn't just, sometimes things just don't work. And you never know. Like the Phillies could just be a disaster. And it happens every once in a while in sports. It did with the Lakers five or six years ago when they signed all those guys. And it couldn't have gone any worse. But then three or four years later, it only got worse. It only, because then Kobe gets hurt. Dwight leaves. Kobe gets re-signed. Kobe gets re-signed for, you know, the highest contract short term in like league history. Nash is back, just breaks, he retires. They're just a disaster. What if LeBron next year breaks an ankle? They don't ever get the the Anthony Davis. It's not like Kuzma and these guys, even though their numbers have kind of got up, their their value because they're not winning games. A lot of people can view them. Are they just putting up kind of hollow stats? I don't know if they're going to be viewed as a great trade package. Anymore. I think Kuzma. I think Kuzma will. Like Kuzma's well, just Ingram's Ingram's kind of going off right now too. Yeah. Is, it, is there a chance like three years is one of the worst domino effects ever? Yeah, it's a great point. And at that point, I mean, is he going to make it that long or is he getting traded? He's going to send me somewhere. I'm gonna, I'll go do this somewhere else. Well, we were talking. I was talking about it with a couple guys that went to the Kings game with their diehard Laker fans. You go, the Warriors ain't going away. The Rockets ain't going away. The Jazz and Nuggets are young. They're not going away. 
The Mavericks are actually on the come because of Porzingis and Luka. The game I was at, the Kings and the Clippers, the Kings are only going to get better. The Clippers guy are a playoff lock now. They are more than likely going to add Kawhi Leonard this offseason. So what are they, a 50-win team next year? What, who does LeBron pass? Got to go back like, to the I, East. <laughs> people are tweeting, could he get traded? Well, he would trade himself. That's what would happen. Like to the Knicks? Yeah. Would you do Zion? With Kevin. Yeah, would you do Zion LeBron straight up? What would you need? Zion, Kevin Knox, and a salary filler? I don't think Kevin Knox has been that good this year, but. Uh, um, I played him some time on the draft. Yeah, he's hit or miss. He's the guy's 19. Uh, yeah, if I'm the Lakers, and just... as, as someone that played him on DraftKings, I, you end up when you play a guy on DraftKings, end up on that team's Twitter because you're like, why isn't this guy playing enough? Nick's Twitter's always gets mad at Fisdale for not playing him enough. You know, it's like, what? What are we doing? You know, if we're gonna lose, develop. <laughs> it's one of those. They, they blame Fisdale a lot for him. Man, I'm wrong. Play, you know, he plays like the Corey Brewer equivalent or something. Right, you know. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting some joy in this because the Lakers are really maybe the one team that I. I do just kind of dislike, and not even dislike because I do respect, but just enjoy needling the fans. Like, I don't enjoy doing that with the Raiders. Like, you mean you always say, I wish, I was telling guys last night, I think Connor was his name, Dyer Raider fan, I wish the Raiders were fucking good. I would, I, the playoffs season was awesome. Like, that's what I want. I don't mind seeing the Lakers win 30 games and just be a disaster. I know, it's, it's no fantastic. Other team I, no other team I get that joy of, just <laughs> like any sport. They are one team. Like I, it still, it still gets the little kid in me out a little bit. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, and, and that feeling, the older you get, I realize people say, you know, you never forget certain. You, that feeling makes you feel good. It's like, oh, it feels my youth or something. It's funny. I we used I used to hate Kobe as a Kings fan, but then like this is I I loved Kobe's role in this whole thing. You know, me too. The like, shadow of Kobe Bryant hanging over LeBron. Me too. I'm his biggest defender. Going, when LeBron's this- clearly a better player. Not even close. <laughs> but this would not – wouldn't you give Kobe – Kobe was extremely – he's reinvented himself in a fake world. Like Kobe's Nick Saban leader guy when he was the worst leader in like NBA history, right? He legitimately would tell his teammates at practice, you fucking suck. Like, And it wasn't like a Michael Jordan galvanizing way. It was like I think he was just legitimately mean to guys. Now, in fairness, some of them did suck, like Smush or whatever. But he wasn't in our lifetime of any top partly sucked because he he ate up the salary cap with his contract. Yeah, but remember when he yelled one of his most famous quotes in in his career was, I think A-Rosh got him walking out saying, Mitch, get me some mother. I'm trying to win. There's video. Mitch, I can't play with these guys. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to win. You give me these guys. But he's LeBron. that, that, That comment wouldn't even be possible, right? He is. He'd be like. LeBron, I'm trying to – LeBron, he'd be talking to himself. And that's what the players know. Like the one thing, if you were whoever on that team, Swaggy P, you know that Kobe wasn't determining you staying or like you – or you're playing – you know, he was just – he wasn't in charge of that. LeBron is in charge. Right. He's just in charge. It's it's borderline unprecedented, I think, these last two stops. In Cleveland – and Kyrie's kind of gone off the rails too. Maybe – they were just not really meant for each other because they're both kind of nuts. But this situation is just joyless. I and mean, Luke's going to get fired, surely. Here's the other thing, guy. 
they're going to hire Mark Jackson or Jason Kidd or Ty Lue. Like it's not going to get it's they they don't have Phil Jackson walk through those doors. Will LeBron play for Phil? No, definitely not him because of the posse comment. But well, yeah, I just mean yeah, the equivalent of Phil. I no. Like by and large, having the greatest players played for the greatest coaches. Now maybe yeah. that speaks to LeBron's greatness, but will LeBron unless Spolster goes into the Hall of Fame? Which he will probably, but Spolster was a good coach before he got there. He's a good coach after. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Was like by and large, LeBron hasn't played for that guy. The Spolster would be his only one, and they by far had the most success. And if Spolster hadn't been backed by Pat Riley and LeBron, like maybe Spolster never would have survived it if it hadn't been that he was already having success without LeBron. I, I think one mistake LeBron made is that. These guys are so caught up in being a CEO and shit. They're, hey, LeBron, you're not 55. I mean, you're going to be able to do that forever. You could have done, like, you could have gone into this, made a conversation if you wanted to make a basketball decision. Like, if you had gone to Philly, let's just say that. Like, think the team would be incredible. As long as they would have had him and Bede Simmons. They could have traded for still, like, Tobias here. Like, they could have been unreal. That if you go Durant, even if you win like two and five years or something, at the end of the day, you end up with five. You were talked about, like, he's never going to win another one, guy. And he's going to have some resumes where he's like, he missed the playoffs when he was 34, 35, and he was still putting up these crazy numbers. That's insane. He's not going to hurt his legacy, but he's, it may have just peaked. Yeah. Flattened maybe, out. Maybe he'd tell you he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what he's saying right now. Well, it's easy to say when you're losing, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care about it anyway. Because you don't work out. I didn't want an A anyway on the test. I didn't Who study. works? It. But it's like you don't care about an A if you don't study, right? So it's like whatever. I got to see. I didn't even study. If you do study really hard and you still get a bad grade, that's always when I was the maddest. Now, granted, that happened very, very rarely. <laughs> the actual studying part. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.